Hi there. We're so glad you found us. Welcome to Embers, a podcast by Vala. We at Vala are committed to guiding teens as they seek to create authentic relationships in our increasingly digital world. Once these youth experience the power of being in community and their vast capacity for connection, we challenge them to go out and make the world a better place. Our circle is open to every race, gender, sexuality, ability, religion, and background. Our podcast is a hub of inspiration for both teens and adults. Embers is a place where our teens share their stories as they navigate the waters between childhood and adulthood. We realize they've got a lot to teach us. What they hope for sounds good to us, too. Join us here as follow youth explore timely and compelling topics, fanning the embers burning in each of us. In this special episode, we asked two of our alumni to answer the question, what does love look like? What they shared left us hopeful and energized by the power we all hold to make a difference in another's life. Curious about what they had to say? Hi, I'm Dana. And I'm Fiona. Hi, I'm Henry. So I have been looking forward to this conversation for a while, ever since we um, had the idea of bringing a couple of alumni back and talking with them about a topic that is um, feels somewhat pervasive in our lives, but one that we don't necessarily talk about, and that is the idea of love. I think in this time in our world, where in our country and some in some communities where life feels a little bit fractured, um, I think for many of us, returning to simple concepts like love can help us get our footing again. So I'm hopeful, no pressure. I'm hopeful in this conversation that um, Fiona and Henry, you can help bring some affirmation of what kind of is good in life these days and um, yeah, help listeners feel grounded as well. So I will start with a simple but I think potent question um, for you both and that is what does love look like? Um, my initial just thought to like hearing this prompt was um, how much my idea of love has changed or how love looks really different to me these days. I think um, if you had asked me this in high school, I probably would have said something different. Um, but love for me these days, as I'm getting older and kind of living in the real world outside of the high school or college bubble, um, is looking a lot like support um, of my friends and family members and people that I don't even see or talk to very frequently. Um, but people kind of coming out of the woodwork in the times that matter or just kind of randomly <laughs> um, and showing support and kindness for who I am and who I'm trying to be and the things that I'm trying to do um, in my life right now. So I'm definitely 
as a now, I guess, mid-20s, not necessarily young adult still. Um, I think things are especially challenging in the world and in this place of uh, transition, I guess, that I feel like I'm in. Um, so love for me is really looking like support these days. Yeah, I'm, um, uh, that's a... And that's a really interesting point, and I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm like curious about how uh, your your like perception of love changed since high school, or maybe like if if this conversation had been happening while you were in high school, like what would you have said? Yeah, I think it's changed a lot in just. I think before maybe in high school I was seeing love as like grand gestures or these really big things, um, displays of affection, things like that. Um, rather than mm-hmm. now I'm seeing it kind of as like love <clears throat> is often very quiet and very understated um, and how I'm experiencing it now. Um, but what about you, Henry? What is love looking like for you? Um, yeah, I mean, I feel like that's, that's definitely true for me too. Like at least that, that idea of like, if if I jumped back in my life and I thought about love and like the, I think the, um, the way that I experience it now versus then, I think, I think a lot of my like ideas around love were like conditioned ideas that like came from, um, just like kind of absorbing stuff and it's it's interesting because uh like i think about like that conditioning and it's like oh it's you know it's stuff like like the notebook that came out when we were kids and like definitely influenced um kind of like my social circle in a way that was like uh you know like i saw i saw the girls i was friends with like falling in love with that movie and like like, you know, like emulating like parts of it in, in ways that um, like, I, at least for me, like it was like, oh, so, OK, this is what I have to do. Like, the, I have to be like the the this character in order to find like this version of love that like looks so good. And like all of all of these people in my life that like, you know, like I'm attracted to or whatever, like feel like that's the way that it's done. So I need to like rise to that as well. Um you know, just like, I feel like that sort of conditioning was like kind of baked in, but, um, it's interesting now that I think about it, like, uh, like the conditioning thing, it's like, I had, there are all those like bigger social things, those pop culture things going on. But I also like, I grew up in, in a, in a house where like both of my parents, um, are like really stable and have like a really stable relationship. And it was, it wasn't like, when I think back and I look at the way that I experienced love now, it's like that, that was always there. And like, they were always providing a really like clean example of like what, you know, like a deep love looked like deep, like romantic love. And I think about now the way that I experience love and it's, it is like in those like smaller things, it's, um, it's in like acts of service and like in supporting each other and like being connected to each other and like finding time for each other that like are the things I think that when I look at their relationship, it was like, Oh, that 
like those were always there and like they weren't sexy and like I didn't really appreciate them for what they were and like now I feel like I'm I stand at a place that's like a little bit more in awe of how they work and also like you know I just get to look at that and be like okay that's that's love that's what love looks like and it's not you know all the flashy stuff yeah I'm curious if you if you dig into your vulnerability and you think about what Henry's saying about like not that these are superficial like labels I feel like the self-awareness and exploration is just a part of developing but it leaves a little bit of love to be desired in terms of like the real deal um when you two if you're willing to be vulnerable I'm curious what love looks like today um yeah what I mean kind of to go back to our question but what does it look like in a specific format in your lives maybe when you're not thinking about this a label or a you know a certain silo that it's just kind of the most authentic form you can imagine what what is that in your day-to-day lives or week to week or what what's a moment recently that says like no our generation knows what real love is um yeah i feel like uh i feel like for me like i've the most like solid version of love that i've experienced has been um has been like like through my like relationships with my family and my friends and i think i think the reason for that is like they've it's always it's never been about anything else other than like quality time and like how we like interact as like i don't want to say as like animals but like how we interact in like a very like um I don't know what the right word is. Like, I don't want to say like primal either, but like, it's, it's, an, it's, it's, it's like not, it's not like wrapped up in anything other than like how we actually just are around each other. And then from that, like kind of the experiences that come um, and the things that we share in terms of experience. And um, I know it's not like a, it's not like the, the strongest answer, but I, I do feel like generally, like there's so much to be said about, like going through things with people and um and like being loyal and committed to to like if it's your family or like a group of friends in a way that is like it isn't about anything else other than like how how they're doing and how you're doing and and like actually like genuinely like taking part in each other's lives those are the strongest relationships I've I've had and uh, I don't know but that's kind of been my experience. Yeah. What about you, Fiona? And I would, I'm just going to jump in quick and ask, Henry, do you feel like you're, the people you're referring to know that you love them? And what does that look like? How do they know that? Mm. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think, um, yeah, I mean, I think the people that the, the people that I like really, really, truly love, like know that I love them. And I think, um, I think the way that they probably know it is I'm, I'm not very shy about like telling people I love them, but, um, I feel like that there's like a, uh, like, I feel like there's a, um, 
like there's this thing where it's like we've spent enough time together you know like like we've like been through enough or like you know we've chosen to hang out with each other for years or like with my family it's like yeah like i've made choices that like keep me close to home and like i've um i like make time to go and see them and um i like make sure that like we spend special days together or like when like someone's down like i make sure i like go and like see them in person rather than like give it give a text or a call like i just feel like there's a level of effort there on top of just being like hey like i love you or like i hope you're doing well or like whatever um that really like over the course of time i feel like that's like the strength of the bond i love that thank you for clarifying and fee i didn't mean to interrupt oh no it's okay i think it's really interesting what you were saying henry about like kind of showing up for people in person and um more than just saying i love you um because for me in the past uh well since the pandemic started i guess i've been removed from all of my friends and family with basically just my partner um, being the main person that I interact with on a day-to-day basis, or even, you know, month to month, I don't get to see my friends and family in person. Um, And I have started telling people a lot more often that I love them, um, because I like to think, of course, that they will know, because, again, I've put in like you were saying, you put in time and effort and it's the years of knowing them and being loyal to them. Um, But not being able to see people in person. I have been telling my friends and family a lot more like I love you, which has felt really weird in the beginning because it's kind of the sense of, I know you know I love you, but it feels kind of weird to say. Um, Just for example, my grandmother, we never said I love you growing up. And I I know, like, without a doubt that she loves me. I know that she knows I love her. Um, but, like, last year, I think, I talked to her on the phone and I said, I love you at the end of the conversation. And she was totally taken aback and kind of unsure what to do with my being vulnerable <laughs> in that moment and really, like, actually expressing, because I want her to know, just like Dana's question was really something I've thought about. How do I know that people know I love them um, when I'm not with them every day or every week? Um, So I've definitely made a practice in the last, I guess it's been two years (laughs) of telling people I love them more. Um, And beyond just telling people I love them, I think what love has looked like kind of my way of loving people and feeling loved by people in my life has been staying connected um, because I really am not seeing that many people or friends and family in person. Um, And that extends to include like Dana texting me a couple of weeks ago, just saying, hi, I want to send you a holiday card. And I felt like that felt like love coming from someone who I don't text with that frequently. I haven't seen in like six months um but the effort that's put in to still stay connected even in those little ways and knowing that the time that goes on between seeing each other or talking to each other doesn't change anything um 
has felt like a big way that I've felt and tried to show love um, more recently. Those answers are potent and um, uh, hopeful. I, 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 all that comes to mind is like they're hopeful in their simplicity. Like it doesn't take much, but um, I love the words effort and connection, you know, that, that we all can do that. Um, and I think in this time, it, it, it makes so much sense in this time of the pandemic that um, there are parts, so many parts of our lives we may feel we don't have control over but we do have control over being able to connect and be able to show effort, even, you know, depending on the effort can look different, all kinds of ways. Um, so I think I, I think I want to end, but certainly open to anything you all want to talk about, but my, my, um, my last wondering is uh, prompted from you two reflecting back on high school, which I'm sure it feels like a long time ago. Um, and I'm curious as you reflect back on high school and kind of what you know of culture today, but I think more of high school in terms of, um, I don't know how much exactly has changed. My question is, um, if you think about families, parents specifically who are listening to us today, what advice might you give to parents or family members, um, older family members of teens to, um, guide them towards how to help their children understand, see, experience love. You know, like we are, we are nurturing our children as we're helping them grow to be independent and love feels like such an important aspect of growing up. I would love I would love your advice to parents on what you think can really help impact their children's experience and view of and way of being with love. My first thought is like Henry was saying earlier that he had this example with his parents growing up of a really like pure, solid, stable, um, romantic love. And I think in that, like with that idea, um, a way that parents can kind of support their children in finding a really good love, I guess, is just being an example in their own lives with their, whether it's the parent's partner or their friends or... Um, just the people that you're interacting with in your daily life, like your kids are watching you and taking in, even if they're not little kids, you know, even as high schoolers, um, I was watching my mom and how she was interacting with her partner and her friends and how they were showing love to each other. And that was making an impact on me. Um, and I guess my second thought is just that something I was finally told at one point in high school, actually in Valo, um, something that I <laughs> wish I maybe I've been told earlier was just that it isn't possible to love people too much. And if someone is uncomfortable with you saying I love you to them, 
that perhaps they're just not in the right spot for you. I think it was it was Henry or Joe actually who I was expressing a worry about how I I thought people would be upset if they knew that I cared about them or how much I cared about them. And one of Henry or Joe said, those people just aren't worth it then if they're going to be upset about you caring about them. Um, But that was kind of one of the first times I had heard that and thought about it. Um, So if there is anyone in your lives (laughs) who could maybe benefit from hearing that, I've found that to be pretty impactful, even though it's a little comment, impactful way of thinking about how I love people. What do you think about that, Henry? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I like, I, I don't know if I have anything to add, honestly. I feel like that's, Fiona just crushed it. Um, I think maybe, I think, yeah, I, yeah, I think just maybe what I'd say is just like there, like I feel like high school in general, like maybe I'll, I'll speak for boys, high school boys. Like there's like a um uh like a feeling of like I can do it. I can like figure it out on my own and. Like, I don't, I don't need my parents and I don't like, you know, I'm like blaze my own trail or, you know, like I, I have it all figured out, like that kind of thing, that attitude. And I, I just feel like there's, well, A, I feel like that's generally not true. I would say actually a hundred percent of the time it's not true. And like, there's like underneath that, I think there's like a, there's still like a really deep like studying and like like trying to understand exactly exactly how it all works and i I feel like in terms of love especially like having having parents that like do show up for each other that's um that's something that like I, i benefited a lot from and um yeah i guess i guess besides that like fiona just smashed it out of the park i don't i'm also not even close to being a parent so i have no idea how it feels but um yeah okay so we'll um i'd love to end our conversation together as we end most of all our conversations with a single word that describes um how we're feeling or the energy we have or uh yeah anything any word that kind of comes to our heart. Reconnected. Hopeful. Deeply grateful. I know that was two words, but I have to say you too that um, I do have such gratitude that we are connected and that you continue to lend your voices, your ideas to this circle. Cause, um, yeah, what you have to say is, is, um, deep and, um, yeah. And so helpful for people to hear. So 
Thanks for being here today. I loved our time. Thanks for joining us today. Like what you heard? We invite you to connect with us at followmain.org for additional ideas and inspiration. Music from this episode was created by one of our many talented teens, Miles. It was a pleasure having you in our circle today. Until next time, take care.